0: This is Leslie, Thinking Upwards. Welcome to the Walnut Women podcast. You know, right thinking about God leads to right living. Join our conversation as we discuss various topics through a biblical lens and a Christ-centered worldview. We hope the Word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit will help you live out gospel transformed lives for the glory of God. In this episode, Katie, Alice, and Meryl join me as we talk about how the general anxieties people feel and experience reveal the deeper condition of our hearts. We also share God's promises to overcome anxiety with His peace. This is the Walnut Women podcast. Thanks for joining us. Okay, welcome to this episode. Thanks for joining us. Today, our topic is going to be about anxiety and uh, I wanted to just talk in the context of the COVID pandemic and how this has really uprooted five major areas of our lives, that being our health, our relationships, our vocation slash education, the finances, and our spirituality. Um, And the first thing I wanted to ask is, let's just talk about what is anxiety, what does the Bible say about it, and what does it reveal about the condition of our hearts? So Katie, we'll start with you today.
1: Yeah, I think you're starting with me, Leslie, because you know that I deal with some anxiety issues overall, and this COVID situation certainly has kind of heightened and exaggerated or exaggerated. (laughs)
2: <laughs> whatever
1: that word is, uh, the, uh, the, the level of anxiety as well. I think anxiety is basically fear, fearful, right? We're fearful of what's uh, coming up next. We, uh, I think we've all dealt with some sort of feelings of anxiety, feeling out of control. Or, you know, a, a very typical scenario is, you know, you're alone in the house in the middle of the night and you hear a noise downstairs you know, you kind of get anxious and afraid and, or, you know, right before a test or before an interview, I think we've all experienced some level of anxiety, which is sort of a part of a normal, a normal life. Um, but I think Leslie now during COVID, as she said, those five areas all kind of converge at the same time that we have a lot to be fearful about of our future. And we feel out of control in many areas of our lives.
3: mm mm-hmm. I think COVID sort of just reveals the things that we thought we had control of and we really don't have control of. Um, Something in preparation for this podcast, I started reading this book called Calm My Anxious Heart by Linda Dillow. Um, Mm. And she was talking about how like anxiety is the fear of what has like not happened yet. Mm. So it's always like the what if, what if. And as women, we tend to, we tend to venture into that what-if zone so, so easily and we're just constantly dwelling on circumstances that um or like possibilities that may not even come true, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think something that she was or that convicted me was she was talking about how we just went through Sermon on the Mount at church and there's that passage about the how God takes care of like the birds of the air and he takes mm-hmm. care of the lilies of the field. And he talks about do not be anxious, you know, because tomorrow has enough anxieties of its own, like Mm -hmm. today we'll take care of today. And um, I was just thinking about how often I dwell on things that never even happened or how like I just wasted so much time on thinking like, oh, what if if this happens or what if that happens and I lose sleep over Mm -hmm. it and I'm like replaying like 50 scenarios in my head, you know? And um, God tells us, don't, don't worry about those things. Mm. I'll take care of them. And that was really convicting for me as I was preparing for this, this podcast, just listening to that and just thinking about how many different voices I allow to, to cloud my mind and my heart and how easy it is to force God's voice out where he says, do not be anxious. Mm. I will take care of you. Yeah, you know, someone so told true. me one
1: time that mm-hmm. God gives us grace when we need it in the moment. Yeah. But he doesn't give us grace for what hasn't happened yet. So that <laughs> we're thinking about it, God doesn't give us the grace to handle something that hasn't happened. But when it actually happens, he will
2: mm-hmm. help us then. Yeah, that is so true, though, because I totally can really what Mary talked about. It just, when COVID started, I just have to face all these uncertainties all the time and I'm a planner. I like to see what's happening, you know, next day or even next week. And then Mm -hmm. the things that when I hear all this, you know, more cases like, you know, coming up, the the number of cases keep on rising and just like, well, so why should I bother planning? You know? And then I just, you said earlier, like, you know, because so many uncertainties and that just really caused me to become more anxious and yes, losing control, definitely is one of them. I don't want to lose control. I don't want to be out of control. And the things are when anxiety hits, and when I decide just to, just to give in, a one anxious thought, and all the anxiety starts coming in, it's like a raging storm, you know, into my life, and just really scary. And and then that's where I really have to rely on God and say, look, you know, Jesus, you can calm the storm, you know, because that's what the Bible says, you know, Matthew, that Jesus calm the storm, He can surely calm the storm in my life of this anxiety I'm facing. So really thankful that we have God's word to back us up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so you know for me, anxiety is a direct reflection into our hearts and what we find and put our security in. And as human beings, we find security in things such as our control. We find our security in seeing you know a safe uh, a financial uh, budget, um, provision, we see safety and security in our routines things that we can rely on and they're predictable and these things are blessings from god but at Mm -hmm. the end of the day god wants us to rely on him more than these blessings that he has surrounded us with so i think when we deal with anxieties it's god's way of showing us Mm -hmm. that we have put our hope and security in something that is not him and if it is revealed we have the opportunity to say, "Oh, God, I've been trusting this thing that is temporary mm. or it's physical and it's not going to stand forever, and it's it's going to sink one day mm. or it's unreliable and so I think this is God's way of really showing us we need more trust in him in His word, in his um, provision for us, and in his promises so I think in this time, like COVID has really magnified those things. A lot of things have been uprooted, a lot of things and routines and things that we found such security in have been disrupted by this COVID pandemic. And I think even for myself, I I really did not see myself as an anxious person prior to COVID. And now just simple things are getting me a little bit more anxious. And I think like... It is really pointing us to the Lord, and God will guide us there because, mm-hmm. you know, we are his beloved, and he He has promised that he is going to work through this, and I think the second thing I wanted to mention is um, our perspective about life and how most of us worry about the things that God already has given to us or has promised he will provide mm-hmm. for us, so He has given us already the the best gift which is our salvation so he has secured for us our Mm -hmm. eternal salvation and we don't have to worry what's going to happen to us at the end of our life Mm -hmm. and what he has already given and promised it's like he gave the best already he gave the gift of his son And so now all these little things that we might think, oh God, are you gonna provide that job for me that I'm waiting for? Oh, are you gonna Mm. provide like the finances that we need to pay our bills? Of course, like he is because he said, he's gonna take care of our physical needs. um, Just like Matthew six, what Meryl, you were talking about. And I think like, rather than making those things our everyday focus, like, okay, we're just hoping that God's gonna provide, he said he will. And so in turn, we can be freed mm. to focus on God's kingdom. Like mm-hmm. our purpose here wasn't to worry about mm. caring for mm-hmm. our needs. It was to expand God's kingdom and be in his narrative of what he's doing and what he created us for mm-hmm. and how he has a plan of salvation for those he's called. And our future outcome will be that we will be glorified. So this is something I've just been reflecting on through the anxieties that I have dealt with in my own heart. So um, yeah, do you guys have, yeah, go ahead, Meryl. I think something that you said there was really key, and
3: the book also talks about it, that anxiety stems from our perspective rather than our circumstances. Oftentimes we get anxious and we think, oh, this is because you know, my family member is sick, or this is Mm -hmm. because I lost my job. And we tend to blame our circumstances. Whereas what you were saying Les, was really key. I think it it has to do with our perspective. Like how do we view these circumstances in our lives? Mm -hmm. And with perspective comes like, what is our focus? You know, if we're constantly focused on um, the things that are deficient in our life, then of course, like we're going to feel anxious. But if our focus is on a solid rock, or if our focus is on eternity, um, then we start to, it, everything else starts to fall into the proper perspective or the proper order. Um, yeah.
2: I love that, Meryl, because I think that's one thing that I have been struggling with, is that when i feeling anxious, and I see that my life, everything's out of order. And you just said mm-hmm. that, you know, when we trust in the Lord, and know that He's our God, he's our refuge, and that He has this wonderful plan for me, like Les was saying, like how we, our life is here to worship him and to make Mm -hmm. his name known. And then if we have that right focus, right perspective, and he will help us put things back, you know, in in order in my Mm -hmm. life. So, and that that also means I will be able to deal with all these uncertainties and I will choose to trust him. And because I want everything that he allows to happen in my life, including this anxious feeling that if I submitted to him, surrender that feeling to him, and God would take it and make it, um, you know, in the perfect way to show that he is the glorious, that he is the one that holds us in his hands, you know? So mm-hmm. I just see that really it's a, even through this pandemic, you know, COVID-19, you know, it's, uh, it's like, like you said, it's, it's been a, a very, um, <laughs> to me, it's very detrimental to many of us, you know, in many ways, but I'm thankful again for his promise, for God's word, and that we can trust uh, he's our rock and our, um, you know, our refuge, our fortress and our salvation. So thank the Lord for that, for his work. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Another picture of God that has helped me is knowing that he is our loving father. I think mm-hmm. as all of us are parents, we know that we want to give the best to our kids. We would never withhold mm-hmm. anything that we know is good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we will, you know, if you're, like uh, it says in Matthew, if you ask for a, a fish, mm-hmm. you're not going to give your kid a serpent. And if you ask for bread, you're not going to give your yeah. kid a rock. So to trust that God is a loving father, that even as sinful, evil mm-hmm. parents, we know how to give good gifts to our kids. How mm-hmm. much more would our Heavenly Father mm-hmm. give to yeah. us to ask? Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. has always comforted me because as a as a mom, I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, you know, God, you know what's best for me. And you you would not withhold anything the way that I would not withhold anything good for my kids. Mm-hmm. So when I think about that and have that perspective of who God is to me in the relationship with me, um, I understand that I can trust him even when at the moment it doesn't seem like he's giving me any good. But I think, yeah, you know, the same with my kids. Sometimes they don't think I'm giving them anything (laughs) good when I make them do certain Mm -hmm. chores. But we know it's good. So from God's perspective, it would be kind of like that. You know, how is COVID or why my situation now? uh, Still within his love. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I wanted to... i go over romans 8 i've been really encouraged by it and i think it it kind of gives a perspective of god's plan and how he's working outside of this and how we all know romans 8 28 it's really famous god causes all things to work together for good to those who love god and those who are called according to his purpose and Mm -hmm. i think that good that He's working in us is different than what we might think as good well, we think good means you know favorable like we're blessed with physical things but in his term like good means he is conforming us to be more like christ because that's mm. what his plan is for us he cares more about our character and our christ likeness than our comfort which is maybe something that we might be pursuing and so i think as we really think about like why are we anxious it might lead to what are we pursuing? What are we trying to seek for from God? And I think we really need to conform ourselves and submit to this big plan that he has for our lives. And he has a more glorious destiny than we could have even imagine. And even if we are in the midst of some kind of physical suffering, whether it's health, or it's, you know, burdens in the home, or financial burdens, I think those things are temporary still. Mm-hmm. I think his plan to to make us rich spiritually in Christ Jesus is the greater good, and he wants to give us faith to see that work yes. that he's doing in our lives, because that's his work. That's the work he cares mm-hmm. about, and um, also in Romans 8, it talks about how those that he foreknew. And mm-hmm. then our goal is glorification with Christ. And if God is for us, who is against us, he didn't okay. send his son, his own son mm-hmm. from us, but he delivered him over for us. And now Jesus, whom he has given the greatest gift, yeah, he's gonna freely give us everything else we need and more abundantly. Jesus is interceding for us right now. At God's right hand, and that is just so comforting to know that we have an advocate, and nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. And I think those things are such rich spiritual blessings that we can claim for ourselves during mm-hmm. time. If you know we're dealing with um, some physical struggles or the things that, like I said, have caused us to become anxious, so I just wanted to talk about those things as you know God's truth during this time, it's really brought me comfort, personally, as I meditate on it. And I just find such richness in those promises. I
1: think sometimes we give too much
0: power to
1: anything other than God mm-hmm. and what he mm-hmm. has for us. We think that um, uh, maybe my boss or my job or, you know, the teacher in mm-hmm. school or whoever the government leaders are the ones who are determining my, the outcome. Mm-hmm. But actually, they, they don't have that much power. They're all under the mm-hmm. authority of God. And like Leslie, mm-hmm. you're reading that. And that gives me a lot of comfort, too, to know that God is for us. He's the one who is in control. Mm-hmm. Even though it seems like in the worldly, material way, in the material world, um, somebody's calling the shots and affecting me. But really, behind the scenes, God is the one who is in mm-hmm. control. And as we mm-hmm. think about him on the throne, Mm. And we can know that we are under his care. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's exactly how I've been using that very chapter, very verse, um, pastor, to encourage some of the young women I actually have been speaking to. And, you know, in this uh, pandemic, you know, the, not just the financial burden or whether they're going to hold the job next day or next week, but it's also their relationship. Some of them are mm-hmm. seeking relationship, you know, the um, romantic relationship, you know, spiritual relationship with other sisters and brothers and, And because of this pandemic, you know, they haven't been really able to further that relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, because of less contact, you know, it's give them less opportunity to really get to know, you know, each other. I mean, even just through online conversation, but it's not the same as it was spend time in person, you know, and um, that kind of give them a little, uh, you know, uh, kind of discouraging, Mm as you say, disappointing to them, you know, that this whole thing that, uh, pandemic has affected their relationship the development so i and because and that verse that you just brought up you know like chapter uh, roman chapter eight that's exactly what i've been encouraging them with you know god has his perfect plan and his perfect love for the, for them you know even though they desire that uh, relationship but it's not, uh, but things that at times it's not it's not happening yet not within god's will or god's timing mm-hmm. and and they have to really um choose to hold on to god's promises and, uh, you know really anchor themselves in God's word abide themselves in God's word and to experience God's promise and his love and that's it, it, like like Katie you' saying you know we often treat other things more powerful than God mm-hmm. you know and God is biggest I mean he's most powerful more powerful than our issues and problems we have to make a personal decision to mm-hmm. obey him and trust him you know anchor ourselves in his word
3: yeah when you guys are talking I'm I'm reminded of a different verse that I was like meditating on for this podcast. And it's in first Peter five. Mm-hmm. And you know, that, that famous song cast your burdens unto you Jesus. Know? Yeah. I love that song. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's that, but then the, right before that, it says um, humble yourselves under mm-hmm. the mighty hand of God. So that at the proper time he may exalt you casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for
2: you. you, And there's
3: like so much in that verse where I was like, when I was meditating on it, I was like, man, there's so much that we miss when we just take that last part, cast all your anxieties on him because Mm. he cares for you. Like that first part, it's telling us, you know, like when we're anxious, um, God is asking us to humble ourselves before him. And earlier when we were talking about how, you know, a lot of our anxieties come from fear, a lack of control and, Right now we're talking about how we have to trust God, trust in his goodness. And I think it's hard because we don't want to be in that position of humility, of surrender, you know. And mm-hmm. I think it's so key that it says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. You know, mm. a lot of times we don't, like you were saying, Katie, like we don't see God as mighty. And we we don't want to surrender to him because we're scared that You know, what if God messes up? Like, that's like what we're saying with our actions, right? Like, we don't want to let go because it's like, oh, if I'm in control, at least there's part Mm. of me that can fix this if something goes wrong. But if I let go and I let God take over, oh man, like, I don't know, you know, that's like a scary place to be in. And then when it continues, it says that at the proper time, God may exalt you. Mm. And that's also another really humbling thing where it's like, if I let go, God may not answer this tomorrow this month you know this mm-hmm. year god could answer this when i'm like old and wrinkly and i have to wait all that time but i have to trust that that yeah. god cares for me mm-hmm. and that he is mighty and that this is the right time and so i think that those like two verses they're just so rich with truth that um for me it was it was just very very eye-opening and just something where i'm like man, when I'm anxious, I need to remind myself of these verses, because mm-hmm. these verses are just jam-packed full of things that I need to dwell on, instead of dwelling on on intangibles that may never happen, you know?
0: Yeah, thanks for sharing that. That was awesome. That was great. Um, so, on I mean, the flip side of anxiety and worry is peace. Oh. So... I wanted to ask you guys, how do we get from a place of having an anxious heart to having a peaceful heart or having the peace of God rule our hearts? So I'm Are just referring to another verse.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Go for
3: it. Are you referring to Philippians 4? <laughs> Whatever that where said. all your language is hey. coming
0: from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, what were you saying? I'm just asking, how can we get that peace of God that you know our our hearts were created for and that we long for? How do we like tangibly get there?
3: Well, for starters, I think that verse has the answer right where it says. it says don't be anxious about anything but in prayer Mm -hmm. right in supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god yeah and then there's the promise at the end that the peace of god which surpasses all understanding Mm -hmm. will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus Mm -hmm. i think it's easier said than done i think many of us have memorized that verse And we've told our verse, that verse to ourselves many times, you know, and Mm -hmm. people have quoted that verse to us many times. And, um, but it's a, it's a, something that may take a long time. It's not like a one and done thing, which I think a lot of us want. We want quick solutions. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I prayed about it. God's not answering, you know? Um, but it's. In that verse, there's like an indication that this is a continual thing, that um, it's a practice of, of mm-hmm. constant prayer, of constant surrender, of constant trying to be thankful for the things mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think God sanctifies us through that, through that struggle. Um,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Another verse that just came to my mind as Mira was talking about is Ephesians. 6 verse 18 it says praying at all times in the spirit Mm -hmm. with all prayer and supplication to that end keep alert with all perseverance Mm -hmm. making supplication for all the saints and here it exactly um shows what Mary talked about keep alert with all uh, perseverance Mm -hmm. we keep on doing it keep on continuing asking the lord Mm -hmm. in prayers and in spirit in his spirit and you will see that you know, it's going to come together, you know, and not only pray for yourself, but pray for those who have needs. Um, you know, uh, Sunday morning, uh, Katie and I, and other two sisters, three sisters, we usually pray together and we pray for the needs of others. It's just such a sweet time because especially in this pandemic, you know, you don't just focus on what your needs are, but there's so many needs out there that need our prayers. And when you focus on people's needs and pray for them, you just realize that, wow, God is faithful and you're witnessing how God answered all these prayers in his perfect time and perfect way. Well, and you just keep, keep on getting inspired and pray even more. So I think that keep alert and um, also persevere in prayers will, pray, will definitely bring peace to our hearts because we see how God has blessed and answered those prayers in his time. Yeah.
1: I've actually uh, experienced a lot of God's mm-hmm. peace because of your prayers. I know, Leslie mm-hmm. and Alice, you pray for me and um and i have experienced god's peace in ways that maybe i didn't uh recognize right away as an answer to prayer because i think well i still feel a little anxious sometimes Mm -hmm. but then i was telling leslie that i've been feeling anxious less recently Mm -hmm. and you know leslie you asked me like what contributed to that i i said i think because you guys been praying for me Mm -hmm. because i really haven't done anything different but because i now that you ask me, I realize, I think God's answering that prayer. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I hey. haven't thought of it, but that prayer behind the scenes, mm-hmm. God hears and answers in his time. It's true, Alice, in his time as you persevere. And it's true that um, it's not a one and done. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I still have ups and downs with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. But I think that every time I feel anxious now, it draws me nearer to God. Whereas mm-hmm. maybe before, when I feel anxious, I spin in that mm-hmm. way. Like, like Right, you think about all those things. Mm-hmm. But those times are shorter now. Yes. <laughs> I Praise cut God. myself off sooner. Praise
2: God, yes. And mm-hmm. looking
1: to God sooner and trusting him. I think the goal is not that we never feel anxious. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty human to kind mm-hmm. of worry When you have a test coming up or something, I mean, you do worry about that. But the way that we respond on who we look to mm-hmm. as our rock, as you said earlier, as our as the one who is, um, who loves us, who's listening to, who's on the throne, draws us near to him. Mm -hmm. And I think that as we respond to, by looking to God, I think that that gives us the peace. And Mm -hmm. the peace kind of um, grows a little longer each time. It's not like you'll have peace like every day, but maybe that piece will stretch a little longer each time Mm -hmm. and more and more and the anxious time will get less and less, but Mm -hmm. you always still have some of those anxious times, maybe less, less intense and maybe less in duration. I would say. Mm
0: -hmm. I think when we say there's power in prayer, God is transforming us each time we engage and we pray with another believer. And, I think when we hear other people praying for us, it increases our faith, too, because a lot of times people pray and they're proclaiming who God is. They're speaking things that we might not speak in faith because we might be struggling in that moment. And I think when God brings us together to pray, we experience that power. And this is just spiritual work of the Holy Spirit, which is why when we turn to prayer, we really experience the, the presence of God followed by the peace of God. Mm. So any other ways that you guys can think of to really experience that peace that we long for?
2: Well, listen to the podcast and,
0: <laughs> and gain <gave> more peace
2: <laughs> from listening to us. I'm just kidding. Listening to God, God's word. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's Really. I mean, just being able to fellowship one, with one another and realizing that I'm not the only one that going through this difficult time. Yeah. You now, when I feel anxious, I can call up my sister and say, Hey, can you please pray for me? Because yeah. I just feel like, Oh, you know, I, I cannot handle this. And that uh, my sister prays for me. And, and we just, you know, be able to reach that place where, you know, um, in at God's throne, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, we're on our knees. And, uh, at that moment I feel not just peace, but I feel like I'm standing taller, and stronger, because we're in prayers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, having
1: somebody that you can call on to (laughs) pray for, Mm -hmm. having that uh, accountability to pray for each other, I think it's very crucial. You can't live a Christian life on your own Mm. and you can't just say, I gotta have faith. I gotta have faith. You know, sometimes you just need that. The stretcher bearers, those who hold you up Mm. in prayer and bring you to Jesus. When you, sometimes you feel so weak, like I I can't even concentrate to pray,
0: Mm. but to
1: have a community of people that you know will pray for you and you just text them and say, Hey, pray Mm -hmm. for me right now.
0: I do want to encourage you guys and everyone else that to get to the point sometimes people don't ask you how can I pray for you and if you can assess that you need help or you need prayer it takes courage to put yourself out there humbly Mm -hmm. and ask can you pray for me and struggling but when you do take that step God really blesses both you and the person that you reached out to because I always feel blessed when people reach out to me and say you pray for this I Mm -hmm. I see humility I see like God's work in that person's life and of course I want to pray for someone who's in need like this is God's heart for us that we would just lift each other up Katie I like that term you threw out stretcher bearer like sometimes like it's the hardest step to say I need Mm -hmm. help pray for me
2: Mm -hmm. I
0: just want to encourage us that we need to do that we need to lay our pride down and say we don't have it together if we're you know feeling anxious so I, I guess we'll just close our session today and I'll read one passage that came to mind as you guys were speaking and it, it goes it speaks about this idea of abiding abiding mm-hmm. in Christ abiding means yielding it means giving ourselves to the Lord and fully entrusting ourselves and being mm-hmm. in the presence of God so it's from Psalm 91 you who dwells in the shelter of the most high will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. So that's, Mm -hmm. um, I guess my prayer for all of us that we would really find ourselves abiding in this God who is our fortress and the one who can give our heart the peace that we long for Mm -hmm. in these times of uncertainty and the things that we cannot control. So Mm -hmm. thanks for joining. Today. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Do you need to bring your anxieties to God in prayer in exchange for His peace? This is God's promise for those in Christ Jesus that this peace, surpassing all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. Join us next time on the Walnut Women podcast. Thanks for listening.